Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Benchtown TV. I am Paul, and with me today are Kyle, Luke, and producer Dave. The four of us. That's a Kyle for those of you who don't know his woos. That is <laughs> that's Kyle. Uh, we are back to talk about The Witcher. We're going to be doing season three, episode seven today. Uh, what is it called? Out of the fire, into the frying pan. If you're here for the first time, welcome to Bingetown TV. If you are here with us on our separate Witcher feed, welcome, but be sure to check out our main Bingetown TV feed. That's where we have everything, including over 400 episodes. Ooh. We officially broke number 400 with our last Witcher coverage episode. So there's got to be something you like there. Go check us out, please. You can check us out at BingetownTV.com. Follow us at all of our socials, wherever you get your podcast and be sure to check out our Discord. You know, a lot of fun theorizing going on over there. But, you know, back yeah, to the shout Witcher. Shout out to Meryl. Meryl. She's just everywhere in there. Every show. If you want to shout out like Meryl, be sure to check out our Discord, dude. And guys? apologies if we're mispronouncing. I know we, we've discussed it before, but <laughs> no harm intended. Ah, we can't hurt her feelings. She's the best, right? <laughs> this episode, longer episode, seems like, but not a whole lot going on. Um, you know, mostly catching us up on the direct aftermath of, you know, Torlara exploding. Um, what were your guys' initial thoughts to this one? First of all, another non-banger of a name. Like, what is going on here? Because me and Dave even talked about it yesterday and we were scrolling and looking at the names of all the other episodes. Everything else has been good until last episode and this episode. Like, they're normal episode names. I don't know what made them change it to these weird like meta sayings of our time it's i don't know i don't like it i'm sure the community doesn't like it at all but anyway the episode itself it was like a good breath of fresh air after the breakneck speed we were just sprinting through last episode but i will re-emphasize what i was kind of getting at in the episode six coverage where i kind of wish they spread out the climax of Aratusa, and then this felt like a season four opener kind of thing where we just wake up with Siri in the desert. I think that would have worked a lot better. And honestly, it probably would have been easier to introduce Liam in Brokolon like that rather than wasting Henry's second to last episode with five minutes of screen time. I'm sure we're all not happy about that because we only have one more freaking episode with him. All that meta stuff aside, like I actually kind of enjoyed it. And it's mostly because of how much I love Freya Allen. And I think every time she has a chance to be badass as Siri, it's awesome. And that monster at the end with Little Horse was exactly how I pictured it in my head in the books. Like this did a lot of good things with the books, a couple things that stepped away from it. But honestly, how I pictured a lot of this part of the books, like it did a good job and I was happy to see it. I'll just pick it up from there just because I have the book knowledge. And I just want to make my comments on that. These past couple episodes have really been following the books very well, like almost to a T. And it just makes me again question, like, what did Henry see in the show that could have possibly made him think that it wasn't, you know, following the book route? Or it's just I feel like we're just now more than ever as paralleled to the books as we can get. And still, for whatever reason, Henry didn't like the direction of the show. So I'm just kind of confused because I've been really enjoying it as a book reader, seeing everything from the pages come to life. And it's been adapted very well overall in my head. This episode, again, yeah, was a little bit slower coming from the heat. That was episode six of last week's or last recordings discussion. And but overall, solid episode. I thought that visually this episode looked really good. Mm -hmm. um, you guys watched it before I did. 
or at least some of you did. We talked about it a little bit in our in our group chat. So I honestly watched this episode on one point two five speed on Netflix and <laughs> didn't miss I anything. Went, I think it went very well for me. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, it was a slower episode, so I think it, it worked out well that way. But yeah, I mean, the one thing I kind of took away, a big thing I took away from it, some Luke already said, it's just like, it's it kind of sucks to see Henry like this in the second to last episode of him. Mm-hmm. But there's hope for the future. Dave, to comment on your um, comments on Henry. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know if he stated at the like end of you know season two that he wanted out and he just had to film three or what, or yeah, exactly what you're saying, maybe their plan for season four after they split is going to be different. I don't know, but it's crazy. It seems like they reverted back to the books and that's when all the stuff gets good. So I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to see because we don't even know what's going to happen with him. Like you said, we we only have one episode left and it's just like, it's heartbreaking. That's it for the initial thoughts. We can just jump right in. We're going to cover all of Siri first, and then we're going to hit the other lines real quick, uh, other other scenes real quick, excuse me, with Yaskier and Geralt. But yeah, we open up with just the sky spitting Siri out in the middle of the desert. And that's like, you know, one of my worst fears, just like waking up in the middle of nowhere with no help. It got a laugh out of me when she just says Geralt question mark. And I was like, <laughs> look around. Like, I mean, like, I know that's like a definitely would be your instinct. It just made me laugh of like showing like that literally nothing around. And she just goes, Geralt, <laughs> he's really got abandonment issues, man. She's got <laughs> yeah, abandonment yeah, issues. true, true. I will say she has been in so many like visions, so many dreams and so many illusions that she, her first thought might have not actually been, hey, I'm actually in the desert. This That's could be point. an illusion. So I will give her that benefit of the doubt. But um, yeah, she actually, she panicked for a little bit, but pretty much got her shit together. She knew that because of the red sand, she was in Korath and she tries, you know, getting her bearings going with the sun after she pops her arm back in. That's always great. But yeah, I actually <laughs> tries calling to Yen, uh, but it won't work either. I guess it's just too far. There's just magic is like so scarce in this desert. They kind of touch on it later, but it's just not working. So, yeah, she kind of starts taking off trying to get back. She wakes up to footprints next to her here and there. There's a one scene where she's already getting cuts and scabs from the sun. So she's putting on the cream and then she eats it and then she drops it, you know, goes back to it later that night. See, she's been walking the whole wrong way the whole night. So she's really like breaking down. But I would have cried. Oh, it would have been terrible. Imagine just all that effort and just say, oh, keep going almost there. And then make your back to the start. Totally would have been a waste of moisture. But I don't think I mean, if I had tears to cry at that point, I think I would have cried them. (laughs) There's no way you're producing anything. Yeah, probably not. But I I mean, I would have fucking tried. Kyle, you already said it. it. This episode looked visually amazing. Like the even during the day, the desert looked great, and then at night, the blue and then the sky looked yeah. fantastic. Her like that singing was a as, she, for me. as she walked up the dune at night looked really, really good. I was just screaming at her to put something on her fucking head the whole time. She does it day two, right? She finally yeah, yeah does it. Yeah. I was just like, come on, girl. I'm thinking of the the American Paul, you know, the American dad at the time when they're all stranded in the woods and stand during the day like peas on his clothes to like keep cool. And then yeah. they freeze to his head at night. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so funny. Yeah. It's like, just pee on your clothes. That's all you got to do. Yeah. I'm so, well, I'm surprised they didn't show Siri pissing on her clothes in this episode. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> but, it really took me out of it. 
<laughs> yeah, the realism was just <laughs> not there. Yeah, it was definitely immersion breaking. I did like this quick line, you know, after the sun starts coming up, she's like, oh, thank you, Cohen, for the advice. Like, get the dew on the drops mm-hmm. on before the sun rises and stuff like that. So just a nice little what's your name drop from her time in Karamore. Because it's season two, we like to pretend, uh, you know, Karamore never happened. But yeah, we don't like season two. I but <laughs> yeah, Luke does. The royal we. We. Um, but anyway, <laughs> she finds a small pond of water and goes up to it. And thank God she put her hands in it first and not dunk her head in immediately because <laughs> it was just a bunch of goop. And when she's like questioning what's going on, she hears an, a whinny or a neigh. And all of a sudden she turns around and sees a unicorn. And then, you know, that was the warning. She does dodge out of the way. Super cool role. But crazy cool. Crazy cool reflexes for having zero energy left. Uh, Kyle, when you saw this uh, unicorn, were you thinking vision or were you thinking real? Just curious. No, I totally thought it was real. If I'm honest, I just was so curious whether they were going to try to censor its cock. <laughs> That's that was the what first I was thing I looked for, and it, <laughs> yeah. they did, and they absolutely did. Yeah, so. But they didn't censor the balls, which was so weird. Yeah, it was funny. It was a yeah, I was like, I looked and I was like, yeah, that's a real horse. That's a real horse. <laughs> Those are some real balls. <laughs> Crazy. Did you notice that Paul and Dave, at least like I got pretty hyped when the opening uh, title sequence goes and you saw the unicorn as the symbol for the episode. Yeah. I've been waiting for this moment because like in the books, like this is a long part of series journeys and it, it starts here and we have a lot to get through and the desert's a huge part of her character growth and stuff. So especially with the end, but I'll save those comments for later. Yeah. So we get little horse as Siri calls him. She's just following him everywhere. She kind of disappears every once in a while. So Siri's back to walking on her own, but she finds lizard eggs. So she goes to eat those. And in the middle of this, she gets her first vision of her mother pavetta just a weird conversation of her mother shit talking her in her own head it's just saying like you know look at you now you're not a princess and all this stuff anything you guys got from that conversation each vision was just like a fear of hers well maybe not like a fear but just like an issue that she has like pavetta was talking about like again the abandonment issues like you know just she's always alone kind of stuff and then Calanthe later on is talking about how she's fearful of her powers and everything. So she's visualizing the internal thoughts that she's constantly having of just herself. And that's all I really took it as. And I honestly thought at first the visions were coming from the lizard because like, I think this is here when she like, she has the vision, she screams back and then she sees the lizard wax it against the boulder a few times to Mm -hmm. kill it. And I thought it was magical animals producing those visions but i guess it wasn't i guess they were just actually like her own visions of just like from being dehydrated maybe i think the whole purpose of it was basically just to be a parallel with what falca's vision was telling her like the complete opposite like pulling her the other way trying to like give her a way out all the way until the very end her last decision to relinquish her power whatever that actually means but i think it was just supposed to be a parallel like it was pushing siri to the breaking point to allow the falca vision get to to come in and paul are you getting were you getting Raraku? Malazan vibes the whole time. <laughs> no, now I am. Now I'm. Oh my that god, though. that's all I was thinking about. <laughs> Imagine being that lizard and being like, "Yeah, what the fuck did I do to piss you off so much?" <laughs> oh my god, she went absolutely sicko mode on that thing. 
It reminded me of hills because I've had to do the same. Like a crab, like pinched my finger, and like the only way to get it off is to just like smack it against something. And so I was just like flicking this <laughs> crab against this wall, just trying to knock it off, and it was just the exact same vibes. That was always a nice, like Wednesday morning, like seven forty-five. Like, yeah, love <laughs> having just, my just fingers with crabs. Yeah, 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 yeah. fucking, fucking ice cold Wednesday. Yeah, Classic. Side note: Me and Emily were watching Bear, and she's like, "Oh, I love how he's." Like the he's always drinking water out of the little like to go cups, and I'm like, classic. oh yeah, that's the best water ever tastes. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the best. It's out of those things. Yeah, shout out to. Hills. Let's talk about the so she bites the lizard and it, the poison makes her trip and see Falca, which we now know is the later reveal. Remind me because me and Alki were having a conversation that Falca was the statue we saw in the episode one, right? Was that the or was that the thing? Don't no, was that so. that was a different Elvin. Like figurehead. Yeah, that. talking about episode one, like season three of this season. Sorry, yeah. When when they're having the conversation before the really cool fight when Rianne and Francesca show up. Like yeah, that was like her name was like Aetherin or something like that. I said okay. I said it so wrong, but it was it was different individual. That was the individual who got the elves to bring up arms against the humans for the first time or something like that. So the squirrel thing, that was the setup with the squirrels. This is completely different. Okay. I think um, Falco right? was the first one who basically got like captured by, I don't know if she actually got captured by the humans or like her own people. Or I, her history is a little wonky. Like especially she got burned alive, show. she says. So but yes, she was, okay. I believe she got burned and then killed her father who mm -hmm. was a cog in the wheel and the system it, failed him. It wasn't his fault. Falco's a weird It basically weird was just like, a story of Siri that happened in the past that is like now Siri is basically following the same path as Falka. She's just going to have the term like she's just going to have the option of whether she wants to like, I guess, repeat history or break it. You know, that's kind yeah. of how I took it is that Falka maybe herself isn't that important. I think she is. But, you know, it's just I think it's just a parallel of like Siri. This has happened to other people like you in the past. Like I'm part you know, elder blood, whatever. And she's just trying to help her show her that history repeats itself. I guess that makes a lot of sense because the, the, the final point she tries to drive home is she gives the Daenerys speech where you got to break the wheel kind of thing. Yes. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stragabor had a line right before he set all the elves on fire last episode where he said, Falca will be waiting for you. Mm -hmm. And Falca's kind of like, not their God, but like they kind An of worship her in a way. Yeah. 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 Exactly. A martyr um, so, or something. Yeah, she's exactly. just like an ancient ancestor. The one and she had the elder blood, obviously, that Siri has now. So and let's clarify something too, why you brought up the elder blood, because me and Alki and Dave were trying to have a conversation about it. So the elder blood is running through Siri, through Pavetta, and technically through Calanthe. Yes. Okay. So Calanthe has a little it. bit of that. Okay, yeah. That's well, that was the piece we wanted to make sure we knew. We had yes. straight. Calanthe, it, it's coming straight from her, but it skipped her. She has a line in season That's one. That's right. It skips her. Yes, it, yes. She has a line in season one where series power first shows and she's like, oh, I guess it, it is true. They do skip a generation or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, And so Calanthe never had it. And that's why she was so gung ho with the sword and going out and killing everybody. You know, she got, you know, they did a first battle when she was like 16 or something like that she gained power in a way that she was going to be able to get it for herself not through um, bloodline yes now if you do the elder blood shit with making witchers and all that shit from season two i don't know what the fuck's going on there um i don't know if that'll ever be a thing ever again but 
Probably Who knows? Calanthe's actress put in a fucking shift in this episode. She was fantastic. <laughs> She's always She's great. Pre- She's pretty much the next scene, right? We have the little horse leading her to the to the actual source of water. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing yeah. really there, right? No, it was interesting though, just to hear Siri try to search for veins of magic mm-hmm. and like actually get to the vein of water and she could just feel it was there. You mean mud? It was basically fucking mud. <laughs> yeah, basically mud. Just chugging point, mud. You don't give a fuck. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like how she that, offered something to the horse, and the horse was like one little lick. Once, yeah, like, eh. I'm good. <laughs> Maybe not the yeah. best. I'm not trying to yeah. shit my brains out. Yeah, later. as a courtesy, I'll give you one lap. <laughs> yeah, this and this is where we get the title of the episode too. Yeah. You know, Siri said, "Vesemir called this the frying pan," and hence, you know, the episode name should have just been the frying pan. Like, what what's the deal with the whole out of the fry? Uh, what is it? Out of the fire into the frying pan. I agree uh, with Luke. It's just so weird that they're trying to be all metal all of a sudden. Or like the wheel. The wheel, yeah. <laughs> Break the wheel, something like Wheel of yeah. Time. <laughs> or like yeah, Wheel of Time would have been a fantastic episode. <laughs> Maybe you're right, David. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine? I, I almost feel like Out of the Fire into the Frying Pan is like a cliche at this point for episode titles because I feel like I've seen that in other things. Other shows like one yeah. episode's called Out of the Fire, the next one's called In the Frying Pan. Why do I feel like see that. it was an insanely hard achievement in like Call of Duty or something? Like there was something I, I just have a like Spicy I remember this being mustard. something. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. Like it might achieve. have been a, a campaign level or something like that. Now something that like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, while Kyle looks that up, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, okay, how to unlock out of the frying pan. This is a story-related achievement and will be unlocked upon the completion of the mission, the enemy of my enemy. And, oh my god, that's impressive Luke, that you actually got that down in Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Warfare 2, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I of course. It. That was the easiest. Yeah, that mission rings fucking heavy in my fucking head right now. I just had a weird memory of connecting it to Xbox. That that thing. <laughs> it looks like We're also geniuses. out of the frying pan into the fire is a treasure hunt quest in The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, okay. oh well, then that okay. makes that me makes feel a little bit better. Yeah, but I'm sure the episode of last week was not like a mission title. Like that was just bullshit still. All right. Sorry, we're sidetracking. Oh, what the heck, bro? You let us yeah. hang in there. The fucking <laughs> hey, man. know all the Witcher 3 titles of all the trash. This is what the only reason we had you on the podcast is for this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and you're just failing us. <laughs> I haven't played the game to completion with all like 300 something missions. <laughs> the only thing I know from the game, what's the card game? Gwent? Gwent. Yeah, Gwent. That's all I know. Great. The game. Gwent's so fun. <laughs> I would spend out. I would come home hammered sometimes and just play Gwent. oh it's great it's so good but anyway back to the show we already got calanthe looking wild as always but right as she disappears siri goes to punch her and punches a rock instead i was just i started laughing i was like come on man with the arm that she dislocated her shoulder oh wow i mean at least that thing that thing went popped right back out (laughs) at least she's not thinking of a food anymore she's just got she's all the the pain is in her hand right now so she's not hungry i bet what a good every time she's hungry she just break a finger or something yeah it's like god i'm not even hungry anymore with this broken (laughs) finger (laughs) she gets discovered she's all her fingers are broken (laughs) it's like what the fuck happened to you Each I one is a day. Yeah, these, yeah, each one of these is a day of food. Yeah, while well, Dave laughs because apparently he enjoys hand injuries. Yeah. <laughs> so Falka comes back and is literally like, "My advice: don't eat the lizards and don't punch rocks." Like, good advice in herself. 
they have no little conversation. I wrote down nothing because I picked up nothing from it. A little horse comes back. Um, they keep walking again. And this is when they walk up to the desert scorpion. And Siri doesn't know what's going on. She feels something a little off. And all of a sudden, this shit pops up. Way bigger than I was imagining it in my head. And I, all I could think is, all right, what are you going to do? What are you, Siri, going to do against this uh, monster after you dropped your sword when getting startled by Vilgefort's last episode? <laughs> I'm still so mad about that. But yeah, what do you guys think of this? I mean, it's great. I mean, like Luke said, anytime Siri gets to show off her witcherness, I just I think it's a huge W. I, I was a little worried for her. I was not sure how she was going to get out of it, but I think she did a really good job. I think what she she takes a piece of the monster itself that breaks off and she just smashes its head in repeatedly. Basically, I, not a bad way to beat a monster, I guess. I think it was part of the the is the right way to say it, carapace carapace. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like the hard, oh, outer shell yeah. of like a crab. And I think she ripped it off and then she got to that weak spot and shoved it in and just started punching it into the only like spot that was actually vulnerable. But this monster was terrifying. I think this is series best feat as a witcher. Like this was insane. The way she was like dodging, it's like it's claws, it's poison claws that were coming down. I already knew that the little horse was going to come and take a shot to the stomach because of the books but I, I it's so sad whenever you hear animals like fucking make those yeah, noises suffering. like it just i just wrote my notes it's just like oh like i can't i don't like hearing that stuff but knew it was coming but siri again like i will never stop praising her when she does badass witcher stuff like this especially because like the slow-mo jump into the middle and just like oh that was yeah, so cool it was really was really sweet. cool and it's, I mean, this was her first like alone kill, right? Because we had the, this, I forget the name of the monster from a couple episodes ago, but her and Geralt kind of beat it together. I mean, she deals the finishing blow, but here it's like mano y mano, her using her survival skills to survive. And she, she pulls through and it was so awesome to see. I just, I, I love seeing her just taking all that witcher training to heart. And I just, she's just, she's a badass witcher at the end of the day, uh, even though she the, doesn't have it in her. The monster I would want to fight the least of anything we've seen on the witcher. I don't fucking know, the Striga from fucking, that was pretty terrifying. Yeah, the Striga was Witcher sign, does she, is that using chaos? See, does she not use question. like art or whatever right there? She, she I saw that too. I was thinking the same thing. I think maybe because she, I guess, had slight access earlier with the water that that yeah potentially gave her enough to just conjure an art sign but she it's not like she was using them crazy left and right but you're right yeah. i did catch that the 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 magic wielding mm. and yeah i don't have an answer for you if that was a witcher sign or just magic in general witcher signs are supposed to be like a, a lower form of magic like a very basic and fundamental they're like cantrips from a fucking yeah, yeah. 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 Like a use it whenever magic. yeah, yeah. So, um so I, I don't know, but she got, thank God she did it because it saved Little Horse. Yeah, after the victory stance over the dead body, she turns around and sees that Little Horse is, in fact, not doing well. She says, I'm going to take care of you, but they just kind of walk to a little camp real quick. That made me laugh. She's like, I'm yeah. going to take, I literally thought she was going to put her hands on the horse and start healing it. And she just puts that little piece of cloth and was like, you got to get up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. Be a little bitch. I'm yeah. a fan. Just rub some dirt on it. You're good. Yeah. She just like lays that little cloth on it. So they get to a camp and a fire's just kind of going. And I kind of wish they just showed how they made the fire. Like, I agree. Why not? I literally, I literally wrote in my notes. Now she can start a fire question mark. Yeah. 
seriously like why don't just show us like her hitting two stones together and all it's either here or like soon after she's like bitching to one of the visions like i literally have nothing around me i can't do anything and then it's like well you made a fire with nothing around you apparently but doesn't that happen in the books like she does make a fire or something maybe there's it's described yeah, in the maybe, books, yeah. probably. No, yeah. I just no. genuinely wanted to see, like, why wasn't she making it earlier to cook the lizard? She was going to eat that shit all <laughs> yeah, and then true. go crazy. <laughs> true. Like, true. I, Which I, is I interesting. I have, like, she was obviously reluctant to use the fire magic. So why did she make the fire? What was the point? What was the fire? Was she going to cauterize the wound with, like, our hot rock? That's what I was That's thinking. That's what I was I thinking. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was chilly. You know? <laughs> yeah, I bet. desert sun. <laughs> <laughs> but, Maybe they were going to eat the scorpion monster. Maybe she was going to eat Little Horse. She was waiting oh, for true. him to die. And then yeah, she was, it was, it was cut but, him up. No, it was motivation for the horse right there. It was like, <laughs> don't fucking die. Or you're going to be fucking BBQ'd on that. <laughs> Who John, knows? So. Maybe the fucking scorpion skin is like highly flammable. You just leave it in this. I don't know. <laughs> just, right. what a, yeah, trying to help out here. Just trying to help the cause. She looks at the cut. She sees that it's just unbelievably infected, like black veins going everywhere. Now she's like kind of losing it. Falco returns to give her the vision. She's yelling at her vision, like, I can't use magic. Like, there's no source anywhere. And then she points to the fire, and Falcon's like, Well, what are you talking about? It's right there. So she goes over, puts her hand in it, goes over, heals Little Horse, and it works. But Little Horse is scared and runs away. And I, I don't know exactly if it's because, you know, just got hurt and just recovered from it, or if it's literally scared of Siri using the fire magic. Probably but I was, the latter. Personally, I felt a little upset that Little Horse was used as a metaphor for people who are afraid of her. That's what you picked up from it. I mean, Falk literally said he runs. It runs away, and Falk is like, "Yeah, like just like all the people that like will be afraid of you or whatever." And then it gets into like her saying like she should kill Carol and Yen, basically. Yeah, this was just craziness to me. I, I just was like, didn't. "Damn, my man Little Horse didn't put it all on the line just to be used as a metaphor." Like, not that. as loyal as Roach, man. <laughs> Yeah, little horse will never be roach that was a great line though when siri looked at little horse yeah did i ever tell you about roach you'd love her <laughs> you'd love her yeah they would you should have some great half unicorn babies <laughs> not with that <laughs> missing cock yeah oh dude they totally cgi'd it out even more when it's laying on its side yeah, <laughs> it would expose gut i was like i looked her i was like cowards i had no idea that this podcast was so intrigued about oh, horse cock editing that was the first thing i was going to bring up baby <laughs> it's more like it's more just curious of how far shows will go i mean that's a running theme of binge town if they're going to be cowards and not show us cock or they're going to be fucking <laughs> real ones and just actually let it fly <laughs> Side note, I never understood people when they post pets on socials, why they put a little sticker emoji over their pet's junk. Like, their pet doesn't care. They don't give a shit if you see it. Well, they tech, they never consented to be posted naked. Oh, okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, Falca is giving visions to Siri about all of her people that she cares about just being tortured and dying. And she's saying, you know, this is your power. Your magic is everywhere. And this is your fate just to take over and uh it scares her a little bit and after a long long vision she goes i relinquish my powers and she just passes out and all of a sudden she wakes up and there's a group of you know four or so people standing over her this is the ashen hair and green-eyed girl that they're looking for come on like let's take her and they mm -hmm. just drag her off 
And that's all you got from Siri. The, I loved the visual of Kahir, like just murdered. That was awesome. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I obviously like this, the, the Falca stuff got intense. And like, I thought all the cinematography around it was good. Like the music sounded good. It felt like intense. And Siri was just getting visually overwhelmed by the fire that she was taking in. So all of that was even better than what I imagined in the books, which was cool to really, really see it. Like just that on the screen. Do we think Falca is going to come back? It's like a... As like a devil in the back of series heads, whatever. I would like say yes. I don't know actually if that was just like a. I mean, we already kind of got it. Warning. With, what was the representation from the wild hunt that was like in the woods? Like, I feel like we already got it with that older woman, you know, who took series the deathless mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like we already kind of got it. Like, I don't. I don't know. Ugh, season two. I hate season two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I, I don't think. She, I think she'll come back. Maybe not as a voice i think she'll be like an actual i don't know the only reason she, i ask is because i thought falca's actress was really good like intense and kind of like played really well off of scaring the shit out of series so i would like to see that just be something that's always there like whenever are she's even like sure? herself like i don't even think she's like that evil like i get no she was kind it of doesn't like, have to be evil but tempting yeah okay. like, like i guess tempting for, yeah because yeah, like every time Siri thinks about maybe using her power, she like hears Falca's voice or something like that. Yeah, because she wasn't her. like, yes, she was saying like break the wheel, but she wasn't specifically saying like you know. Well, I guess she kind of was saying like just kill everyone, but yeah, I, yeah, she was saying I burn she, everyone yeah. down. She I was know. saying when I got burned at the stake, like I didn't fear the flames, I embraced them, and then I used them. So I don't we'll know. But yeah, the we'll more see. important part of it is Kyle. Just the her saying, "I relinquish my powers." Talk me through what you're thinking. Uh, I'll be honest, I just, I don't know what to think about that. It feels like, I guess there's the angle there that, yeah, one way to break the wheel is to, or kind of change things just for her to not use her powers. Like just remove herself completely yeah, from the equation. Herself, kind of. Yeah, off of yeah. the chessboard. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I, maybe that, I, but I just, I guess I just don't see that is where it's going. I don't know how we're going to get, you know, if they mentioned they wanted to do seven seasons and we're only on what book two, I just feel like there's not enough maybe content involved of her becoming like a pacifist, like the legend Thorfinn in, uh, in Vinland Saga. So I don't Hell really, yeah. I don't, I don't really know where it's going to go from there. It feels like it was just kind of like a heat of the moment type of thing. She's definitely going to be forced to use her powers at some point. The monoliths and all the other stuff in the world have to like actually mean something. I was just cracking up because earlier in the episode, like halfway through, she's telling Falca, oh, I have the power to change things. Like I do. I, I'm going to change things. And then she relinquishes her powers right here. And she's, well, I mean, she has maybe the power to change things, like I said, without using the actual magical powers. I mean, she herself has feels like she can wield a lot of clout. And we have seen her lean heavier into the Witcher side rather than the mage side of things. So that. Yeah has something to do with it i'd say but oh yeah she loves killing next, she doesn't like studying. next episode is going to be incredibly interesting to see what they do with siri but um yeah just for me and uh paul and dave uh this isn't like a spoiler at all because it means nothing to, if you're not a book reader but are we thinking those are just bandits that are going to lead us to the rats or do we think those were the rats no i don't think those bandits. were the rats okay. i think they were just dryads what do they call them no dryads? no 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 i'm talking oh. about siri the the last oh, shot sorry. of Siri oh, yeah, getting yeah, like sorry. dragged. Yeah. I think it's the rats. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. I there. think so too. Oh, I think so I too. think I think if, that girl I'm gonna bring it back. I think it's the girl that we saw in episode two that randomly was there when Siri saves the wyvern or whatever it is. 
I think she comes back next episode. But that's just like oh. me, just completely stretched. Like that's just a stretch. That would be nice. theorizing. Yeah, because she she made an impression on Siri. I feel like in that like couple minutes that she had screen time, and so I think they're gonna they're gonna reconvene with each other here. I think these guys are bandits, and they're gonna be dead in a few minutes into the next episode. That was funny that she like she opens her eyes and she can hear everything they're saying and like let's just drag her to the the camp and they just she like her just laying there conscious just getting dragged to the camp not putting up any of a struggle. The question is, I guess, if you're thinking that that's going to happen, Paul, then is the the invitation of the celebratory thing? I mean, just to jump the gun completely to the end of Geralt and and Yaskier's timeline, but like he literally puts out the thing that she's home. Like she's on her way to Nilfgaard, I guess. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, but that I doesn't think, change anything. I think she is such a hot commodity that even if she is in possession, people are going to try to like steal her to be oh, like, okay. "Hey, I'm the one that gave." Well, her. I thought just when you said like those people that recovered her were going to die next episode. I guess someone could kill them for her. Either way, and, she's a hot commodity. People are looking for like obviously like she wakes up and they're talking about her ashen hair and green eyes. Like that's. Not something that's common, they say, too. So everyone's looking for her. My last so, yeah. piece on series storyline, just for Kyle, is if you haven't, like, relook up a map and look at where Aratusa is and then where the desert is. Because that's, like, a pretty good thing to have in your head of, like, how far she actually teleported. Because just the best way to for me to visualize it for you is think of her being on Lannisport and then she teleports to the desert, which is, like, in the Eastern Ocean like in between Westeros and Essos. Like that's how far away across the continent she has teleported from Torlara because she knows the name of the, she names the desert. So that's not like a spoiler or anything. She's just super far. Yeah. Yeah. Just a classic Witcher. No idea where I am. (laughs) The (laughs) distance between things. (laughs) Yeah. Like incredibly far. She said it and I was like, okay, that's where we are. We're going to open up next episode. I'm not going to question it or anything. I mean, at first I honestly thought it was going to be like where the wild, because I feel like when we first see the wild hunt, it's on like this like desert type of thing. So I thought they were going to come in to play more, but they obviously did not. A better parallel actually is think, um, what's the Western coast in Wheel of Time? Just any country. Oh, look at me like trying to think of West of like where West is, but that's where like Falma is. Yeah. So Falma all the way to the Aiel Waste is pretty much how I is like the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, that's the end of Siri for now. She's in a bit of trouble. We're going to jump over to Yaskier running around the remnants of Eretusa. Like, oh my God, I fucked up. I, what is all this? What happened here? Finally catches up with Radovid too. He ends up helping him. She says, hey, I'll smuggle you. I can get you as far as Oxenfurt. Is it because Yaskier's feelings for him? Is it because Yaskier's a good guy? Is it because Yaskier's weak and listening to his feelings? Who knows? But we get that the second war has begun. And, you know, mm-hmm. Nilfgaard caught the entire continent off guard and the second war has begun. I love the line. Oh, dude, the second war is nothing compared to what Geralt will do to get Siri back. I was like, true, though. love true. him, have so much faith in him. Incredible. The wrath yeah, he'll he, put on this continent or something like that. Yeah. Insane. He might have uh, had a different tone if he actually saw him get no. pieced up last episode. Well, I think... This scene here really sets up when he does see Geralt perfectly, because, and we'll get to it, but I thought Joey Beatty's acting there was just incredible. Um, real quick with Radovid, he asks, you know, you know, come with me or let me be there for you and prove that I'm more than a mask. And Yaskier thinks, eh, all right, maybe. 
And he goes, he goes, oh, I need to go find Siri. And Radovid goes, eh, maybe find Geralt first. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? what? Uh, I saw Siri in the tower and it exploded. You know, I'm sorry. So he goes out, he finds Yen. Yen says she searched the rubble, can't find Siri anywhere. But they took Geralt to Brockland for us to heal. I'm damn interested right. If anyone else was thinking like when Yen's back in there, it just re- made me laugh of like this last scene of last episode was all of them like standing on the hill. Mm-hmm. Now they're just back in there. And now, yeah, we're just back in there. I just thought it was kind of funny. It just made me chuckle. No, it's it's a weird shot. I agree. But I mean, they got to clean up. Yeah. I'm hyped we for Yasker, though. The love interest is growing a little bit. I think obviously something's going to happen there. I hope they can retire happy, these two. I don't know. Like I said, I hope Yasker doesn't settle down. Uh, maybe he has like. He's got a booty cheek here and there in different cities, and he just like you know jumps around. But Radovid wants to show he's more than just a mask. He's a mask with a cock. (laughs) I I think he's already shown that. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, maybe Yasker does like a little world tour farewell. Just like a one last time. Yeah, one last time with all the uh, the pieces in every city. The Soul King. I'm picturing Brooke. (laughs) Just a farewell tour. Yasker's era tour. Yeah, literally. We get a quick shot of Geralt in Broccolin and the dryad Ethne healing him. I don't know. The head dryad healing um, calls him Gwineblade or whatever. Um, I must pronounce that Gwynblade. I don't know. That's just like their term for him, which means something special, which I forget. Uh, they say <laughs> it's the. Um, All right. Our the, SME, everybody. Is it just the one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's literally just like his nickname in yeah. dryad i don't know yeah or, i'm sorry you see a lot of vowels next to each other in a word and i just kind of squish it all yeah, together. it's difficult uh, but anyway we go back to yashgir he made it to brock one he knows she's got to be careful he's saying like hey i know you guys don't want me here and out pops like 30 people with bow and arrow says you know turn around he goes you know what i'm waiting for my friend Geralt. uh the same thing he calls him quen blade or whatever and says, you know what? I'll just wait. Sings him a little elvish tune, which makes him cry. And they're like, that'll do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> um, brings him in. And did you guys think about this chick with the that was talking to Yashgir, Dave? Yep. And yep, Luke? definitely. Mm-hmm. With the bell? It's yeah. a person. <laughs> That's we'll, a person. We'll, we'll learn who, a name eventually. You know yeah. what movie she's in? The actress? No. I cannot believe that I recognized her. Unless I'm wrong, and this might sound pretty bad, but uh, she's she's the she's the brother. I mean, the brother. She's the sister in uh in Shang Chi. Really, oh, really, yeah. That's wild that you would. Be, I would have never. I looked at her and I was like, okay, this is another. Yeah. No I just actress. I really like that movie, so I saw her. and I was like, she looks so familiar, and then I kept thinking about it, and I was like, oh my god. If she is who we're Zhang talking Jie. about, like who we're subtly hinting at, I'll be pretty hyped because. I like this character a lot. They didn't say, in the subtitles. I don't think they were saying her name like when they she weren't. spoke first. So I was looking for that, but we'll find out about that. But I do want to say maybe I'm alone here, but I thought the dryads looked amazing. Like the makeup and like how their, their heads like turned into like leaves and sticks and stuff. I thought that looked incredible. I know we saw them in the past in see it might've even been back in season one, but they upped their game. I thought they looked. They didn't in the. I don't think one? they did, or nearly yeah. as as much. I think they amped them up a little bit. I agree, but here. I think they looked fantastical here. Like looked good for me. Yeah, I don't know. I I thought they looked good, and then one shot, I was like, "Is that just like 
straw cleaners like your pipe cleaners like on the top of it i don't know mm-hmm. anyway it is good i i don't know personally i like the cgi monsters better but you know that also costs <laughs> like millions more uh anyway uh we get this unnamed character bringing yaskier through their camp yaskier saying like hey i thought you guys were like, kind of like a lone tribe you know not no boys allowed type of dryads what's going on we see Dara real quick where this fucker's everywhere now all of a sudden. Uh, and she says, yeah, war happened and puts together that they, the Dryads are now taking refuge or I'm sorry, they are providing refuge for just these victims. Mm-hmm. So they finally get to the tent. Yaskier's being all like jokey, like as he normally is. He's being himself. He's like. Gerald, are you decent? Oh, he's never decent. And he and he's talking. And as <laughs> soon as he pokes his head in and sees Geralt and how hurt he is, he loses all sarcasm. He goes, "Oh my god!" His voice gets shaky. All I could think about was, "Oh my god, Joey! Incredible job! Incredible yeah. job!" Just, yeah, he's great. It's just not normal, right? Seeing him like this, and he's trying to be okay and say everything's going to be okay, but Yaskier himself is so shaken up at seeing Geralt in this state. And it is, it's, it's, it's weird. So, you know, he's basically crying. He's like on the verge of crying this whole time. You know, he says, is Siri and Yen fine? He answers, Yen is fine. And Geralt's like, so Siri's missing. Um, which he tries to calm him down. He's like, no, yeah, Siri is oh, okay. She's not okay. You know, we couldn't find her anywhere. Um, Nilfgaard is coming. They destroyed anyone and everything in their way because they want her. And as Kyle said earlier, Ask your hands over this invitation, which is a ceremonial celebration for Siri returning to Nilfgaard. I just, I mean, like, Geralt has to get better next episode. And, like, how is he going to get better that quick? I have a horrible, horrible, horrible feeling that they're going to try to heal him and, like, do all this shit to him, all this crazy, like, routine shit. And he's going to be like in a cocoon or have bandages wrapped on him. And then they're going to unwrap the bandages and it's going to be fucking. What's That's what name? I brought up. I brought that up. I said when yeah. he gets when he gets fucked up. You did say that completely. Yeah, really. like he changes his face. I don't think that's going to happen. I really I'd don't. rather them just not address it at that point. I'd rather them than be no, like, but- oh, look, Geralt got his face kicked in so bad that he's now Liam Hemsworth. Like, I'd rather him kicked than in just- the face by Roach. Yeah. The, the showrunner said that they are gonna it's gonna be addressed in a way that makes sense with the book like the book universe which is scary to say that. <laughs> like i don't i don't know about that yeah honestly just don't address it in my head but but they are going to so but who cares because i'm not fucking watching so i'm just, <laughs> yes, you are. I'm just yes, I'm, I am i'm more i guess in the media curious of like i said uh, how like does he get healed? I mean, like he's got to be upright and, and fighting. You, they're think, dryads in, in this last I, episode. So, like, you don't think dryads have some fucking ointment that'll fucking? I mean, unless the bone like, into place. Yeah. like, is it not working so far, and it's just gonna work? I don't know. I'm just, I guess, I'm curious to see how they explain how. I don't know. I feel like he, I personally feel like he, like he wasn't there for that long to get to the point of treatment quite yet. I guess they're just doing minor things right now, stopping the blood and. Well, that's what's interesting know. of like he said he's dying, but I guess it's like internal like bleeding. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, like yeah. he really just got his leg broken and maybe like his back. He's we'll fucked. See, if yeah, I mean, he definitely got <laughs> fucked up. And I kind of like that the healing magic isn't 
necessarily just like all powerful. It's not like, oh, like you're on the verge of death. Let me just hold my hands over you real quick. Um, you know, it's not that easy, which I kind of like about this world. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, Kyle, how the fuck, how the fuck is he going to recover? Yeah. I mean, I don't even hate the idea that like it doesn't have to be Geralt and Yen saving Siri. Like she can save herself. I believe Meryl, shout out to Meryl, has brought that up before when we <laughs> talked about part one of, you know, the cycle of Siri always getting captured and needing to be rescued and then getting captured and then needing to be rescued and then getting captured and needing to be rescued. Like, it would be nice if like she can get herself out of this or she takes kind of hold of the situation, which felt like part of the vision quest that she goes on was was maybe inching her towards that mm-hmm. of like stop trying to even subconsciously accept not maybe not like a victim mentality, but like what everyone's saying about her, how she needs to be protected, needs to be protected, maybe like more taking control of her own destiny. Yeah, yeah here, baby. We're at the end. Crazy. We got Siri in the next part of her journey. We got Geralt on his road to recovery kind of had like a nice little low point going into season three finale. I what? think we definitely so, need to see Amir. Like we need to see Amir one more time. Probably see Jix, Jixja and um, Philippa just like one more time. They just where they're at, put them on the board. But the rest of the episode, and then maybe Vilgaforts as well. But besides that, I want the rest of the episode just to be Henry Cavill's in every shot. Just oh. hugging every character, just hugging them by. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say here. Oh, the, he doesn't even have to show up. He's dead. <laughs> <in my head. laughs> so, did anyone look at what the IMDb rating for this episode is? No, nope. I'm gonna assume it was terrible. All right, I just want everyone. I want everyone to throw a guess on the board. Uh, Fifty-five. Like Fifty-five. That seems a little high. No, so it's, it's a five point five. Right? Five point yeah, five. Yeah, five point five. Yeah. Do, do you have uh, the whole season in front of you? I had the whole season, yeah. What was last episode's? Last episode which, was a seven point one, which was probably which, higher right, for the season. Six point right? four, which was the highest of the season. Yeah, I'll say. I'm gonna say that'll like be your hint. Two point nine. No, six point three. It's gonna be at least like a five point five. What is your guess? <laughs> six point <laughs> three. Just throwing numbers out. Six point three. Five point five. Okay, Luke takes Dave's old guess. Paul, yeah. what do you got for me? You, you rolling with two point nine? Yeah, I'm. I'm rolling low. Okay, but... it was four point three. Damn. Holy shit! Why? So all, right. all one close without going over. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's like disrespectful because like Freya Allen did a good job. Like that alone was. It like, is like by far the lowest rated episode of the entire series. How many ratings? Like, is it solidified? That's why I mean, it's at it's at eighteen hundred. Oh, solidified, <laughs> which is less than most of the like most, the part one episodes have a like flirt around like forty five hundred to five thousand. Okay. Like, la- like still... last episode got 1800 and got a 7.1. People yeah, are just ready to burn this season shit two, to the season fucking two's ground. episode ratings are like great. Uh, yeah, it's a great season. I liked yeah. season two. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind it. You guys it. say that one more time. I didn't <laughs> like, mind it. I was just like looking back, like season one, two, like pretty much everything's an eight and above. Like the finale got an 8.8. Season two is a little it, bit lower, would... kind of hovers around like a seven, eight, eight. And then season three is just absolutely gets I wonder how much of that has to do with just the news of Henry Henry Cavill a decent amount yeah Yeah, I'm sure like because it sounds like if it was eights eights and then it's like oh Henry's not coming back oh we fucking hate this show it's going yeah yeah it's pretty crazy though it's a 4.3 I that's why I wanted to bring it up because I was like I shot that's I think that's the lowest I've ever seen an episode in my life anything we've ever recorded on and we knew the imdb score that's the lowest i've ever remembered secret invasion I mean I don't even think that (laughs) yeah Game of Thrones got crushed like that I guess our podcast is going into the drain with Secret Invasion getting a 13 and now <laughs> yeah, we need a, Witcher getting we need, 5.5 or whatever, 4.8. Shows. 
Yeah, really. Um, no, but my last like one thought, piece, baby, one piece will bring us back tens across oh, the board. No, we're going is, way more into the ground. That's a gamble. Yeah, we can fuck around and get it's gonna like be ones or tens. Yeah. It's gonna be ones or tens, <laughs> either one. The one thing I want to say though, before like as we wrap this up, is just in regards to like the whole comment of Siri is on her way to Nilfgaard, is what Yasker Yaskier says to Geralt is obviously I just think it has something like I just wonder. I mean, even though I know what kind of happens next, I'm just putting like some theories out there in regards to like maybe Vilgefortz was able to finally create a, a girl that was exactly identical to Siri because we already saw him experimenting with those girls a couple episodes ago. So I'm just thinking in my head, maybe he's perfected, quote unquote, one of them and is now sending that Siri on her way to Nilfgaard. And I want to just see how Amir potentially reacts to that. Again, I don't know if that's right or not, but I just think that it would be a Vilgefortz kind of. Thing. Yeah, I think it would be up something up with Vilgefortz, you know, doing something. We'll probably leave the season on him with like a little bit of like a master plan kind of Again, in motion my, because he's he's there as like a great villain. And my big you know, one of next episode would be to just have Vilgefortz and Amir talk. Like I, I think a conversation between those two would be so badass, and I really yeah. would love to see that. Totally that would be agree. awesome. My parting shot will be that the lowest rated game of thrones episode obviously season eight finale was a 4.0 so it's on that oh of, of <laughs> how bad people think i guess this episode we're afloat was, we're afloat <laughs> yeah we're i mean granted that episode the iron throne has two hundred and fifty-five thousand <laughs> ratings over 1800 but yeah that's pretty crazy i cannot believe that we have potentially less than an hour of henry cavill left but episode eight more than an hour it's it's a little bit longer i think is it all right yes. cool thank god but yeah that's gonna be it i don't know how this season is gonna end um we're in a really crazy spot i mean so much could happen i i, I don't know all i know is i'm excited and scared at the same time but we just gotta push through i guess because i'll just like siri you gotta push through yeah, I'll definitely be watching season four, no matter what Dave is saying out of emotion over here in the corner. But he's I hate Henry. I hate Henry. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be it for us. Uh, if you like what you heard, please follow us on BingetownTV.com. Um, we have a lot of shows that we covered. Guaranteed to find something that you will like. Uh, please uh, join us on our Discord. You know, it's a lot of fun over there. Big community getting bigger. Um hey. And yeah, we'll uh we'll see you next time. Goodbye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.